0: It was interesting because I used to think that the best thing to do would be to train my sales team on like, okay, so you need to wake up early in the morning and you need to go to your hit list and follow up with all those leads and send them some value. And then after that, you need to go on the inbound messages and get back to those people. And I realized that through training on operational tactics, I was totally shooting my salespeople in the foot. I can see that you're someone who's really, really confident. Just out of curiosity, I'm doing some research to try and improve my my business and the clients i serve and i know that you're the type of person who always likes to give value right i label them because when when you label them then they want to follow through on being that type of person sometimes people take things that i said on podcasts like so literally so i just want to empower you and encourage you as you're listening to this right now like (laughs) think how can i apply this to what i'm doing
1: welcome to the latest episode of impact school podcast where we join experts from various fields with the entrepreneurial space to share their knowledge and experiences on today's episode lauren joins re who is a business consultant who has over 100 million dollars in client sales on his entrepreneur hero podcast they discuss sales and how it is a psychological game frameworks that Lauren uses daily, and her long-term goal. Check out Re on Instagram, at b 16 re Here at Impact School, we strive to help CEOs and founders to stay in their zone of genius, so they can create a bigger impact using systems. If you are interested in getting free resources that ensure that we can build out your sales system, head to Impactschoolpodcast.com forward slash free where you will get all their resources designed for founders just like you. But for now, enjoy the podcast.
2: Hey guys and welcome to the Entrepreneur Heroes podcast. Today we have got a very special guest of mine. I'm super excited to speak to her. Someone I've been following, very inspirational, an amazing entrepreneur, female, fitness coach turned business coach. I'm gonna shut up and let you tell us a quick intro about yourself. So welcome Lauren.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. So my name's Lauren Tickner. I am from from pretty near you in the UK from Surrey, but I escaped and I now live in Dubai and I travel a lot. So my whole thing is helping entrepreneurs stay in their zone of genius so that they can create a bigger impact, make a lot more money and serve more people. And we do that through my company impact school and our team are all around the world, serving clients, changing lives. And we just found out that a couple of your friends are also clients of mine. And so, yeah, it's a good time. So I'm very, very grateful to be here. And I know, I know this is going to be a good one because I like your energy. And whenever I feel like you get on a podcast with someone who has good energy, it always becomes a really great conversation. So it's going to be good.
2: good So no pressure here then. I'm, I'm under the cosh. So Boys. most of your followers, and if you don't follow her, you see her around Dubai. So that doesn't look like Dubai, does it?
0: This is definitely not Dubai. No, we're in Switzerland right now, which I think is the one place I've been to where everything is more high ticket than Dubai. So here we go.
2: Well, if anyone knows about high-ticket, it's you, isn't it?
0: <laughs> well, I can teach you how to close high-ticket in the DMs if you want. We could always make that the, the conversation here.
2: Okay, so sp- speaking of a uh, podcast, you've got your own podcast, and there was a very interesting episode about your money framework. So as soon as we're talking about DMs, shall we have a quick conversation about that?
0: Yeah, let's get it, because I think over the years, a lot of people think that I'm really naturally good at sales, and I remember... The, not the very first job I had because the very first job I had was before I was technically legally allowed to have a job at the like before 16 years old in the UK. And, uh, that was washing dishes. So I definitely didn't need to know how to sell then, but after, right after that, um, I actually had this job and I had to cold call the, these lists of leads. I didn't get any sales training or anything. And um, what was really interesting was that like, I couldn't think of anything worse than getting into that job every day. So I I ended up leaving that really, really quickly and then going working in some hotel as as a waitress. But I dreaded it. And I thought that sales was evil. I thought that salespeople were scammy. I thought that sales was disgusting. So then when I first started fitness coaching, I never used to make any offers to anyone because I thought that sales was a bad thing. And over the years, what I have realized is that if you aren't able to portray the value of what you're selling, then someone's not going to buy from you. And if they don't buy from you, then what's going to happen? Well, either they're going to stay stuck with the problem that they have because sales is solving problems when you give a good service, which I'm just making a natural assumption that everyone here is giving a good service. Yeah. But it is quite disappointing how often that's actually not the case and people aren't actually as good as they say they are. But anyway, that's a separate topic. <laughs> but regarding regarding sales, okay, let's say you are good and then they don't get the help they need because you didn't sell to them. And then they go to a competitor. Well, guess what? That competitor could be a scammer. They could steal their money. And if you genuinely think that you're the best in the market, then you need to damn well, make sure that you close that person. So over the years I have trained hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people on sales. And this is a big thing that we do at impact school. And um, I'm really passionate about it because of the nature of what, what businesses we serve with impact school, because they are people who help people and other businesses right and so like we need to make sure that they're good at, at selling yeah. so with that said yeah happy to go over the money framework any way you like so you want me to just take it away
2: or yeah, let's just do all right we're, without giving away too much of impact school strategies let's go on a very high level I'm um, i'm a seven year old and i want to know what is this money framework
0: yeah for sure so it was interesting because i used to think that the best thing to do would be to train my sales team on like, okay, so you need to wake up early in the morning and you need to go to your hit list and follow up with all those leads and send them some value. And then after that, you need to go on the inbound messages and get back to those people. And I realized that through training on operational tactics, I was totally shooting my salespeople in the foot. And I didn't realize why they never seemed to sell just as well as I did. until. I identified the common traits of a conversation that every single close had in common. So every single time I close someone or someone on my team closed someone, there were these checklist items that they had achieved, as it were, and they'd taken the prospect through, right? And the first, the first thing be- before the money framework, okay, and we, we call it the money-making messaging method, yeah. before even getting into that, right, the most important thing is knowing the prospect. And so when i train sales now i train my sales team on the prospect so who is our ideal client what do they believe what are their values what keeps them up at night right and not just the basic things like and let's let's take this fitness example again right not just like oh i hate the fat on my tummy and oh i wish that like more girls wanted to sleep with me not these things okay it's things that when this guy like looks in the mirror he sees about himself. So I'm weak. I can't, can't keep promises to myself. I always fail myself. I don't follow through on my commitments. I suck at everything and I, I can't get a raise in my job because I'm weak minded. Right. These are the things that they're actually telling themselves. So you need to train your sales team on those things. Cause I I used to, I never used to do this. Hmm. And then I would wonder why they weren't able to sell with so much sell with so much confidence and conviction. Yeah. And then as soon as my sales team started to understand that my prospects are thinking things like, am I ever gonna be able to make this happen? My wife thinks I'm a loser because I've been trying to be successful in my business. Oh shit, I, I missed my wife's anniversary. You know, I, I forgot that she was giving birth today, right? We've had clients who have had all of these things. They've literally missed the day their kid was born Cause they were trying to put out fires in that business. Right. And so these are the various different things that I have to make sure my sales team are aware of. And so if you don't have a sales team right now, right. These are just things that you can be aware of in your own business yourself. So understanding the prospect, understanding their real pains, their real motivations and also surveying them. Right. So like another thing just before I get into the money-making messaging method is if you're not closing someone or if someone on your team isn't making any deals, They can go back to every single lead that they've spoken to in the last six months, right? And by the way, I did this personally myself. So I'm not speaking from a place of like, yeah, you should do this and you should do that. No, no, no. I sent thousands of messages myself, one-on-one personal voice notes. And I said, before the end of the year, what would your dream outcome be, right? I didn't say it just directly like that. I basically went onto every single person's profile. I went onto their website. I made a a personal compliment to all of them,
3: Mm.
0: right? So I would say something like, Oh, wow, Ru, I absolutely love the bet on yourself poster that you have behind you. I can see that you're someone who's really, really confident. Just out of curiosity, I'm doing some research to try and improve my, my business and the clients I serve. And I know that you're the type of person who always likes to give value, right? I label them. Okay. So when, when you label them, then they want to follow through on being that type of person. So anyway, then I'll be like, just out of interest, would you mind giving me some really quick advice? It will take like 30 seconds. And then you reply back being like yeah of course lauren absolutely thank you so much like yeah whatever and then i would be like okay thanks so i'm just wondering because i'm trying to reposition how impact school is in the market well um if you could just share with me just just a couple sentences what would your dream outcome be by the end of the year just because you're the type of person that we're really looking to serve and the advice would be really really valuable i appreciate you right and then then you'd reply you'd be like Well, to be honest, Lauren, like by the end of the year, my real thing that I just want to do is I just want to double my revenue, right? Or like, I just really want to make sure that I have a whole team taking care of my entire client fulfillment process so that I don't have to talk to my clients. And instead I can just make podcasts all day, right? And you would start telling me all the things that you want. And then guess what? I know exactly the outcome that you want. And if that's something that your business does, right? Then you can ensure that you then just tie your offer to that. To it. So this is what I did, and this is how I closed yeah. I a lot of sales, <laughs> okay? So with that in mind, just going going back to the point.
2: That's some serious gold there, people. So go and rewind and replay that.
0: For sure, yeah. Uh, but, but the thing is, really, unfortunately, a lot of people won't do it because it's a lot of work, yeah. right? Like imagine all those comments they've had in the past year, all those DMs, all those likes on their photos, right? These are all people
3: yeah.
0: who are somewhat interested in what you're doing. And unfortunately, people aren't willing to do that And it's really disappointing because, like, I immediately see a leader who's not going to be able to empower their team. Because if they're not willing to do it, how on earth are they going to hold a sales team accountable to doing that?
3: Exactly.
0: Right? And this whole sales team concept, some people, it sounds icky. It sounds gross. Like, ooh, I don't want a sales team. Well, just think about it as a service team. Right? A, A community service team of people who are going to be able to empower your audience to get the help that they need. Because even if not, like sometimes we've had people who are then saying like, I just really want to be able to launch a podcast, okay, whatever, something like this. Then we'll just send them a link to a piece of content that we have that shows them how to do that, right? So as well, you can also just lead with value. And then what's really interesting (laughs) is sometimes when you ask this to this prospect, then they'll be like, oh my gosh, Ray, I was actually thinking about reaching out to you, but like, it's so cool that you've messaged me. Thank you so much. And then you're like, (laughs) haha <laughs> it's divine timing you know and so then you're able to get the deal but anyway so let's get into it right is it cool if i get into the money making messaging method here Hell the yeah, framework let's do it. all right cool so with that said i knew that in order to give my team as much conviction as i have in sales i had to create this framework so that then i could spend my time training them on understanding the prospect So this created so much freedom for me. So anyone here who has a sales team or people in your business, send this to them so they can learn and understand how they can do sales really well. And guess what? You should have your sales team making commission. So if they make more deals, they make more money. Your business makes more money. More people get help. And then for every client that comes in, by the way, another KPI is you should want them to send you two more referrals, just something. Anyway, so M right. The M in the money framework is where everything begins, because you need to understand the prospect's motivation. And when you understand what their motivation is, you know exactly why they could potentially be a good client for you. So the way that I think about every phase of this sales process, by the way, is like a checklist. So the primary outcomes on this phase are why are they there? You know, what problem do they need to solve? What do they need help with? what would their dream outcome be before the end of the next six months? As I mentioned earlier, Um, because we're in B2B or like business to entrepreneur, the other thing that we want to know by the end of this phase is what's their average average revenue over the last six months. And one of the reasons why we need to know that is just because a lot of the guarantees, which we have at Impact School, is that we guarantee a certain amount of percentage growth of their revenue. So for many of our clients, because on average over the first, well, I hope, I have data within the first like one month, two months, three months, blah, blah, blah. But over the first three months, I'll just give you this because it's the easiest one. On average, our clients 3.2X their revenue, right? So like, I'm not gonna say to every client, like you're gonna 3.2X your revenue in three months. But I can say on average, we do that, right? I had one client, we just uploaded this onto my YouTube channel yesterday. She 6X her revenue in less than six months, right? And now she's making 100 grand a month profit consistently. But the reason I'm sharing this is because like when you have data, then you can make more powerful claims because they're true, (laughs) right? But then we know that then if we guarantee like doubling your revenue, right? Like that's something that we can guarantee to people, but that's why we're selected about who we work with. Simultaneously, like let's take the fitness example again, right? Like you're not going to guarantee someone that they're going to lose 200 pounds in the first month of working with you (laughs) if they already only weigh (laughs) 140 pounds. Like, they're not going to go negative. Like, that would be really stupid. So just, I'm just like, sometimes people take things that I said on podcasts, like, so literally. So I just want to empower you and encourage you as you're listening to this right now. Like, (laughs) think, how can I apply this to what I'm doing? Okay. So anyways, that's the first phase. Now, at the end of this phase, usually what we end up doing is because we know what their desired outcome is that they they really want to achieve. Like we, we can easily just jump into like, okay, cool. We can help you with this, this, and this. And I used to give an offer straight away. But then I realized that the O shouldn't be offer The O should be objections. Cause we want to get all of their objections out of them now. So in order to get objections out of people, I honestly just like to dig deep and just keep asking them why, what, how, when, mm. and questions that start with those words. And I learned this from Chris Voss's book, Never Split the Difference, because he talks about asking open-ended questions all the time so the main question that we will always ask people when we're trying to get their objections out of them is basically okay we'll we'll label what what they said so so we'll say like okay so you said that you want we don't say it you know exactly like this But i'm just kind of putting this into, into an easy way to understand we'll be like okay so you have this issue with with lead flow and everything. Um, and, and you want to get more qualified leads, right? Mm So with all of that in mind, in order to get that type of, in order to get consistent leads coming through, what would support have to look like for you? Mm -hmm. What would a program have to have? And then they'll start saying, I want one-on-one and I want this and I want that. And then you'll be like, okay, great. What else? And then they'll say this, this and this. Okay, cool. What else? And then sounds fair. What else? Once you know their motivations and why they're looking to change, you could easily just jump into making an offer. And I used to do this in the past because I learned the hard way about easily just letting the conversation go on. Cause when I, again, when I was in fitness, like I would just have conversations, give so much value. Like, yeah, you should do this, you should do that. Like here's a bunch of free resources. And then the prospect just wouldn't come back. And then I would find out that they ended up signing up for some high ticket program of someone else because that person was actually, going to ask them for the sale, right? And to make them feel really, really special. So sometimes it can seem challenging to push a prospect to get really real with their problem. But if you don't push them for that, then they're not going to sign up with you because when you can empower them to be honest and to open up to you, then they begin to trust in you, right? So it's natural human psychology once you confide in someone you tell them your problem then naturally when they present a solution to you then they're going to be more likely to listen to you because they already feel like there's a connection there and so i've just seen this time and time again so m o okay we're m o n e y right so the second part is the o which is when you want to get all of their objections out of them rather than just going in straight away and just like pitching that okay so you notice there's no p there's no p for pitch we don't do that okay we don't instead we go through the phases in the right order because if you mix up the order then the conversation goes a little wonky right but this is not a script because if you have a script then what ends up happening is you follow it and it looks super spammy super salesy people know so and by the way if you have a sales team doing this and they're logged into your social media or something like they don't pretend to be you that doesn't work i tried that in the past it's just not good people are used to it instead if my team are logged in on my socials they'll be like hey it's you know, so-and-so here from Lauren's team, right? Or, hey, it's so-and-so here from Impact School. So they present it more like that. But this can be done in DMs or on a call. So, okay, so go into objections. So we wanna ask them, okay, so you're looking for help with this, this, and this, right? This is your problem, like, this is what's going on. So out of interest, when it comes to getting help, what, what what exactly are you looking for? And then they'll start telling you what they're looking for. Now, if they start telling you that they're not looking for a solution, then this person is not someone that you should be prioritizing. Yeah. If you're butthurt about losing one lead, then that's way too much of a scarcity mindset and you have a lead float issue rather than a sales conversion issue. The sales issue can be fixed at, <laughs> at an, a, a later phase. But if you keep hearing that, oh, I'm not looking for a solution here. Well, maybe you're not solving a big enough problem, right? So these are just different things to be considering too, but ultimately, Then they start telling you what a program has to have and they may say like one on one and I want to have this and I want to have that. And you will be like, okay, cool. What else? And then they'll tell you this and this, and then you will say, okay, what else? And then basically you just keep going until they're like, no, nothing else. I think that's it. Okay. And so then at this point, by the end of this outcome, you need to know exactly what they want to have in a program to get their problem solved and how they want that problem to be solved. Because again, let's take the fitness example. Let's just say, Oh, well, this program has to be vegan. Right. And let's say you're a carnivore diet person. Okay. This isn't a good lead for you. So you're going to move on. You're not going to waste your time on them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so then of course, at the, the next point, the end, so now we're on M O N of money. This is the new opportunity. Okay. So by the end of this phase, you want them to be 100% bought in on the opportunity and the offer that you are offering to them. So, this is really all about this being the right thing and now being the right time. So the way in which I have found is the best way to get to that is really, really making sure that this prospect feels understood and making them feel special. So the way that we do this is, because we're selling right now, we're selling exclusively in DMs with high ticket. Yeah. And um, we'll say to them like, okay, cool. You know, it seems like we found each other at a really, really perfect time right now. And then we insert whatever the offer is that we have going on right now. So as I mentioned to you earlier, something that we're doing at the moment is uh, two times revenue guaranteed. So right now we're offering a two times revenue guarantee. We're pretty selective about who we're taking in. And so because of that, um, it seems like you'd be a really, really great fit because of this, this, and this. So with that in mind, what's your best email address so I can send you over more info? Then they'll give you the email. Then my sales team, they just take the email. They put it onto a tracking CRM, right? And then an email goes out immediately with the offer sent to that email. We also send it through to them in DM. Now, at this point, right, if you're taking sales calls, this is when you probably want to offer them to go on a sales call. Mm-hmm. And then once they've the sales call, then you can send them the information that you need to go through previously. Yeah. I see a lot of people taking sales calls and not giving their prospects anything beforehand i think that you're really shooting yourself on the foot because then you have to get on the sales call and go through this whole thing again whereas instead what we used to have really great success with with sales schools was we just get on the call and be like hey tara so great to speak to you today so which program are we going for yeah exactly yeah and then they'd be like uh wait like what what do you mean like what program are you talking about and then it's like oh well and then it's just you have to start all over again and then people get on these sales calls for an hour and then they wonder why they're not closing deals. And that's because they can only maximum take 10 calls a day. And let's say your close rate is 30%. Okay, three deals a day. Realistically, who's doing that? Very few people, right? And so it just becomes exhausting because then you get one no and then your energy shot. That's
2: it. It's
0: not cool. Right. So instead, basically, um, then pretty much what ends up happening is like, if you're selling in DMs, what we then do is if they haven't replied within 15 minutes, just put a heart on their last message, go comment on one of their posts or something. And then from there, basically, you pretty much would say to them, okay, so, you know, do you have any questions about the program? Right. And so I hear a lot of sales training. People say, like, don't give the power over to the prospect. And at this phase, you're not doing that. You're literally asking them and having like a negotiation as to what do you, what else do you want? Yeah. And at this point, you get some really valuable feedback because everything that's in the, the Loom video, we like to send Loom videos, or even honestly, for higher level prospects, we just send a brochure kind of, it's not a Google Doc, It's we, we build our stuff on Notion. So we just send it over a Notion page because we tested really, really fancy stuff. Honestly, these people, they like Notion, a lot of them use it anyways. Hmm. So the notion page and then they'll say like oh well I noticed this isn't this I'm just wondering like that that and that and then oftentimes we actually do that thing like i've honestly only ever seen a couple of occasions where we don't do the thing so if we do do the thing we add it to the page and if we don't do the thing then i take it to my team and say hey guys like this is interesting would it be worth us adding this yeah. and a lot of times like the main thing that people say to us is like do you just hand over the system to us so that then it's like done for me 100 and so i wrote this whole piece of copy about this like analogy we built the car we hand you over the car but you're like you want to fine tune the engine so that it's perfect for you. And so like we're going to fine tune that engine and teach you how to drive the car because you've never driven your dream car before. And then once you reach that destination, then what we're going to do is we're going to help you hire a chauffeur so that you can sit in the passenger seat and just enjoy the view. Right. And then, you know, we the analogy is like, we'll help you hire an operations manager who then drives the car so that then you can enjoy But Anyway, so um, that's valuable, right? So. At that point, by the end of this phase, the end, we want to know 100% that this is exactly what they want and like, this is perfect for them. okay? And then from there, the E phase is evidence, okay? So we need to actually show them how this works in reality. So what we do is we just send them over a testimonial video. This is usually just me having interviewed one of our clients, super simple, but what we really, what's important here is like, let's just say you were to walk into a chiropractic, doctor's office right mm-hmm. so you walk in and suddenly you see all these like before and after photos of someone with like a crooked back yeah. then a back and there's a whole wall full of them right well that's basically like what we want to put into practice in our online business so instead of it being images we can then have these testimonial videos and then you can take the one which is oh hey look this is sally right this you know if you were in the cairo you'd say like this was sally before sally was also a mom of three Right, all her kids were under five years old, and she was just like, You look, your bag's like this, too. In fact, I think yours is even worse, right? Or uh, I think hers was even worse. Sorry. And uh now look at her, right? And she's like this, and blah blah blah, and like whatever, and all her problems are gone. until then that person can then see themselves with the results yeah. thanks to your methods. Okay, cool. so we match the testimonial video that we send, yeah, to you know the person that we're talking to, right? Yeah, Simple, cool. okay, boom, done, and then. Basically, all of their desires that they said they wanted in a program are then explained through A, the brochure or the video, and B, the testimonial. So they can see themselves inside the success story.
3: Yeah. And
0: after that, it's simply moving into the, the why, which is getting them to say yes. Okay, so M-O-N-E-Y. Why is yes. So how do we get them to say yes? Well, a lot of people think that them saying yes is yes. No. Them saying yes is them paying. So once they have wired the money or paid via the payment link, that is when they have said yes. Yeah. So what we do here is we'll ask them. So but we'll make it. We'll add some type of true urgency. So we'll have like the number of people that we can take on that day and that we can put with the various different coaches on on our team and the group consultants. And we'll say, okay, so today I have two spots left. With let's just say it's. it's, it's Anthony, right? We have two spots left left with Anthony, who I know is going to be the perfect growth consultant with you. So just out of interest, so I can think, organize on my end, how soon would you be able to get started? Because if it's today, I'm going to be able to put you with him and he has had experience with this, this, and this, hmm. or whatever that problem was when it's obviously actually true. And then pretty much always this, so they'll say that they will be able to get started. Now, if they say, oh, well, I was thinking about starting in like three months. Well, then you know that that's an, a, an objection,
3: objection. Term,
0: right? And then you can be like, ah, oh, okay. Well, I know we talked about the two times revenue guarantee in two, in, in three months. Like, I just don't think that we're gonna be running that anymore, honestly. So just out of curiosity, if I can get you in with two times revenue guaranteed with Anthony, our best coach for you on this this program, like, um, if I can do that for you, would you be able to get started for me here today, right? And then, you know, either they'll say yes or no. If they keep saying no, stop wasting your time on them, right? Like yeah. they, this time, if you, obviously, if you can you can do all the objection overcomes and like I have a bunch of content about like how to overcome. Like, now it's not the right time, and I need to talk to myself. All of that's on my YouTube channel, but that is with that in mind. Like at this point, pretty much I what we see is eight out of ten times like they're like, yeah, it sounds great. Like I'm ready to get started because all of the stuff before has already shown them the value, and so then it's like okay, great. And then you literally and and we have found that sending a voice note is the best thing when send it selling DMs, and then we price drop them. Right, and if it's in the dms we'll say to them cool so do you have 10 minutes to go over the next steps and then they'll say yes or if they're like no you'll find out when are they available and then you get the time and then you get that you you already got that email earlier so you'll send them an, a calendar invite right so that then they go in the chat at that time and you also might want to just grab their phone number and just phone them right like yeah. that's and so then you go there and you just you're just saying to them like Okay, cool. So you reaffirm and you remind. So you tell them, so as I mentioned, we're going to double your revenue. So right now you're on average doing 15 grand a month, right? They'll be like, right. Okay, cool. So by the end of however much time it is, like, we're going to make sure that you're making 30k per month. And we'll always make sure that your margins are, and then, you know, let's just say above 70%. So over a six month period, you're going to be making an additional, let me just do that math, whatever that would be. So over a six month period, you're going to be bringing an extra 90K. So today I'm going to be able to get you started for just 62, right? Whatever the price is. So you know, straight away, we're going to make sure that, you know, they, they're going to, they can easily then exactly. see that, right? yeah. it's, it's there in numbers, yeah. but not only that, they'll also have all of the systems, etc., etc. Right. So obviously like in a B2B, you can easily do the financial projections and yeah. in- see, um you know you just kind of let, remind them of like we're going to guarantee that you're going to lose 30 pounds right we're going to guarantee that you're going to uh you know you're going to um not get divorced right like that's what you're doing whatever it is um and then you close the deal obviously we can go into price objections and stuff if you want but basically that is the money framework end to end and when your team know that this is like a checklist and when you know as well like it's yeah. really you just have those conversations whenever you want. Even if I bump into someone on the street, like I was at dinner the other day and um this guy was like he, he's a he's a consultant and he has like a I'm not gonna say because I know he listens to like my content and stuff yeah. now now that we've met because he told me he was listening to some of it. But basically like I was a I was trying to go into like consulting mode. But then I had to remember no I'm gonna do a dis disservice to him if he comes like and he was telling me all his problems and i was starting to try to help him and then i realized like actually no like i can't give him the full help i need to take him through this full framework mm-hmm. so i can get him ultimately the help that he needs how would you like to see if impact school can help
1: you boost and give you predictable sales this year if so go to impactschoolpodcast.com forward slash apply where you will land on a short form where you can apply to see if we can help you boost your sales and get out of the day-to-day within your business. So that's impactschoolpodcast.com forward slash apply. And we look forward to welcoming you into Impact School.
2: Now it's brilliant. I think it has been so much gold and I'm hoping everyone is taking notes for this. And I'm just trying to go back to the start of the conversation when we talked about sales, right? Your experience with sales and how it changed your mindset. And uh, what I say to a lot of people now is that we sell how we buy Back then you were afraid of buying, investing in yourself. And that came out in your messaging. And you know that the people coming to your prospects deserve what you're doing, but you're deserving them by being afraid to work for the sale. Now you've changed your mindset. You know you can help them, you know you can help the prospect. You've you've got your own system now because we know when it comes to offers, especially in DMs, people are so used to getting them now. And a lot of people, especially but I can see when people coming out of the script, I know what they're gonna come out of next. And it's it's the best way, you've got to keep conversations efficient. So I think your your framework saves time. You don't you're not doing what you used to do when you're a fitness coach and just try to give them the world. Because day the they won't value you and the other thing about people like especially me I used to think sales were sleazy I used to hate it and I couldn't do it myself I was like you know if people want to buy they'll buy if they don't buy then tough but who was the one losing out me and them because I've had clients before they've come to me after and have become a client after they've wasted money with somebody else and I'm for me the it hit me when I was like hold up I was having a you talked about the um the 30%, you know, if you have one bad sales call, the next one might be bad. And that happened to me because when I was doing the sales calls myself, I had a couple of bad calls. My energy was low, but on the application, I was like, this guy's going to be good. And I just couldn't be bothered to go through it. I was tired. I was like, these people aren't going to buy anyway. And he didn't. And he went somewhere else. A few months later, he come back and it was like, yeah, It was a really bad program. No accountability. They didn't do any calls. I didn't have anything. And I was like, you know what? This is my fault because I let you go. I deserved you by not knowing how to close a deal. And that's the thing when you, when you got an authority, when you, when you're certain, yeah, certainty breeds everything. It gives confidence. So you know that you're doing something in your business that's going to impact somebody else. So don't let them go and if if they do sometimes like you said people will still come up to the end and say no even though you've given them a no-brainer offer what's it going to take you know i do that myself some people's like i don't want to speak to him i want to speak to you okay fine if he's going to take conversation with me we'll give you that in your in your program like you have to it's not uh you can't put a shoe your foot in every shoe like i'm a different size in certain brands i don't know how but it's a not a one size fits all right so You need to do this. Take your lessons in life that you've got. And I think the way you've done the framework, the way you're handling it in DMs, I think it's, it's really good because think of this versus a webinar, right? You've got to go to a webinar. How many touch points do you need? Then you need to hope the person actually turns up to the webinar. When they're on the webinar, you need to hope they're actually paying attention. Then if they've got to the end, you need to hope they're going to book a call. So this is why, you know, your method, I think is very powerful. That's a uh, a method I resonate with myself, and I think, you know, the your impact school. Those of you that aren't following, go and check out your school. Check out like I watched the uh, the videos. well. I think her name was Marianne, right? Like you, you mentioned the the uh, nearly 100K, right? So it just goes to show. Like I'm a new dad. She she's a mum. It do- it doesn't matter. Like you got to make things a priority because now when I see things, I'm like, by me not doing something, that's not just gonna affect me anymore. Like before i could waste money buying cars and whatever but now if i don't do something it affects my family it affects my kid my missus so don't be afraid to ask for the sale literally use this framework in in what you're doing and <laughs> probably like you went out for dinner probably hard not to do the money framework because you're like okay you know what it's easy
0: well that's the thing and by the way congrats as well that's amazing um congrats to you and your partner but yeah like i so there's a couple points points that you raised, right? So the first is, I just found it funny when you were like, yeah, you wanna to talk to me? Cool, like I'll be inside the program. Because I used to get this a lot. And the way that we overcame that as a company was positioning Impact School as a business rather than Lauren Tickner's consulting, right? So Nor, I haven't actually announced this like publicly yet. And so obviously it's gonna be out there now, but like Nor is my COO and she's now a partner at Impact School right so she's come in like as a partner and she's it's not just my business anymore and so with that in mind like when you are a bootstrap self-funded company no investors like yeah people can they can get an owner boner and when people get an owner boner that means i just want to speak to you it's like yeah i need to speak to lauren like it's it's like dude you joined like a 10 dollar program like You're not going to speak to Bezos if you buy USB cable from Amazon. You know what I mean? And obviously I'm not Bezos, but like, it's just an example. And I just find it funny because when I see that come up, it shows me that that business owner doesn't value themselves, right? Because they're going to allow anyone who has any type of complaint or comment or anything to get to them because they expect other business owners to do that too. And so I set up protection around me and the thing is, I will take on any feedback. I don't see a complaint as a complaint. I see that as valuable feedback to make Impact School better. Yeah. But to the point. So I just find it funny because like one of the things that my sales team used to say is like, oh yeah, you want to speak to Lauren? Well, you're going to be sick of her once you're inside of Impact School. Yeah. Right? Now we actually stopped saying that about a year ago because we didn't want them to have false expectations as to when mm. they would engage with my company that they'd be fully getting me. Cause if I'm just like speaking to like one client, I can't be speaking to my entire team of growth consultants exactly. and serve hundreds and thousands of clients. Yeah, right. Impossible. That's, yeah. That's just one thing. Um, and the second thing about when I was at this dinner, so the thing is I do use the money framework, right. But instead I just do the first two phases and then instead of giving the new opportunity, right. Which is the end. I just then connect with them and the new opportunity, I then proceed through chat. after i've met with them and so i then send them a few resources that are relevant to whatever we because normally these are you know these are like friends of my boyfriends right or they're friends of friends and people that are kind of just like one degree of separation from me personally so um i'm probably going to see them again as well so i don't want it to be weird (laughs) but oftentimes these people do end up becoming clients and they get great results because obviously we guarantee the results you know so It's just interesting, because when you have these frameworks in your mind, when you understand people's motivations, when you understand their objections, then you can ensure that you can foresee where they're potentially going to be going wrong. Because when you know your prospect better than anyone else, then you're able to ensure that you're going to give them what they really, really need to stop them from being the ones that hold
2: themselves back. So, yeah. (laughs) I think that was was great what you said about, you know, you don't, it's it's not about, like I know some sales people say you know ABC always be closed. it's not about that and I think people need to understand like the industry we're in there's a lot of people out there right yeah they are selling shit but there's a lot of people that aren't and there's a lot of work that you know people like myself people like Lauren that they have to do to overcome previous history and those type of people when when they see you they see a pound sign they see pound sign dollar signs we don't we see people we can genuinely help and what, what you mentioned about objections, like my new program, we've been speaking, you know, having quick um, kickoff calls, but, but I call them combat calls, right? It's, it's to really battle with them and find out what their true meaning is. Everyone have, thinks that sometimes they want to do this, right? At this level because they've got a result. But ultimately we go a level below and say, okay, why? And you find out so much more about them and they're like, wow, like, I, and we're like, look at the breakthrough you're getting right now, right? This point, and this is why we've introduced it for us is because some programs, they give you the access straight away. And if they haven't solved that or or identified or had that breakthrough moment here before they start, they could go on a completely different trajectory. So I think it's something we've introduced and it's been really, really good good for the the people so yeah just wanted to add that and oh another thing I oh, actually you want to say something so go No, go no,
3: on. no. you go
0: ahead I love it I love it
2: so uh so look guys I don't want to break any hearts uh but Lauren did mention boyfriend so and we also noticed that she's not in Dubai so we're over <laughs> in Switzerland to see and Mr Lauren is there as well <laughs>
0: oh my gosh that is so funny you caught me guilty um yeah well hey we met in dubai so i guess uh yeah we we were blessed by even though but 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 seriously like uh it was interesting because just just on this topic i actually never thought that i'd be able to find someone that could like handle me right because i'm i'm very very entrepreneurial like i'm i'm like the definition of like a uh adhd entrepreneur and A lot of guys are very very intimidated by that so any women who are listening to this like i totally understand you and what's interesting is i was so me and my boyfriend we were at one of my clients houses and she's also uh she's a couple years older than me and she was talking about this exact topic and she was saying like all men are intimidated by me and i was like okay so you know why don't we go and ask him and by the way my boyfriend does not use social media. Like we don't want our relationship public. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's in the world of like crypto and stuff. And so they're very, very private with these things, which is why I'm not going to like, for, at least for now, I won't mention his name on yeah. social media. Maybe in the future, who knows? But just that's a decision that we have for now. Um. Anyways, so like we go and ask him and I was like, she, she presented the whole situation. She was like, I think this guy finds me intimidating, blah, blah, blah. And um. she said directly, she was like, did you find Lauren intimidating when, when you first met her? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, wait, hang on. We didn't speak about this What?" And then, and then, and then I was just kind of like, okay, um, elaborate. And he, he said in that when I, when I met her, I had to decide, did I need to, was I going to allow my, my insecurities to hold me back from ultimately what I wanted? Or was I going to step into the man that I want to be? I was like wow (laughs) um and so I just thought it was interesting because like you know he's very very good at what he does he comes from a totally different world than me he's really really smart and I think sometimes like for me at least I used to only kind of fish from my network as it were so I met him at this like random crypto party with a bunch of my friends in Dubai um uh and and I never would have thought that I'd be some be with someone in that space because it's like super corporate like institutional yeah. stuff which is like honestly really really boring it's not like the weird and that's where you
2: come from isn't it you you were in corporate finance weren't you before
0: yeah exactly exactly but um yeah so with that in mind like he challenges me so much and like pushes me to become such a better person in all different areas yeah. i realized that In the past, I was very one dimensional, like, you know, business and fitness was pretty much all I was interested in. And so he thinks about things in a very different way, which has helped me massively as an entrepreneur, as a person, and just to grow, to feel loved. And I didn't feel like I would be able to be someone who could like feel love and to love. And so, yeah, it was just, um, it's been amazing. Like, and so I'm super happy you caught me guilty. Um, But yes, but um, we're traveling for a while so there's that but i wanted to i I wanted to i wanted to just go on one other thing that you mentioned um just about like the industry in general because having seen his industry actually like the crypto space what happened was when there was the the big dip
3: Hmm.
0: um which happened where right now you know kind of i guess it, it happened pretty much like beginning to mid 2022 right so what ended up happening was like loads of companies got wiped out of the market okay and so in the consulting space in the coaching space the online marketing sales type of space those huge dips don't necessarily happen because like when a recession comes people Mm -hmm. typically need us even more and what I've seen instead is that there's been this just with like the Facebook slap and like all of the the media buying slaps, right? Like a lot of people whose companies were just massively built just on paid ads, they have now been wiped. And people that don't have really, really great client fulfillment and great referral networks systems and even word of mouth and branding in general and organic content, same thing, right? And so I'm, I'm seeing a lot of positive changes. And then what I'm also seeing is, as you said, like much more one-to-one stuff rather than these like constantly 997 courses
3: Hmm.
0: and um it's been really positive to see and I'm really happy about that because our industry is powerful man (laughs) and like when people and people are seeing that they are seeing the value in it and the sad thing is that when someone has so we kind of call ourselves the ally to fast growing entrepreneurs because in the past month I haven't seen one client come in has not been burned by a coach in the past Mm. right and so it's interesting because the way that like we empower these people to make the right decision is when they've been burnt by a coach they got burnt once then and then now if they're still letting it to burn them they're allowing that to dictate their decisions for the rest of their life so that negative experience hasn't just caused that negative experience in that moment and that time but also everything that they're now when a new opportunity is presented to them now they say no to it just because of that one thing so they're letting that person have a hold over them kind of like if someone cheated on you are you never going to date again (laughs) you know (laughs) and for some people it's a reality
2: exactly me being me being a parent now as well it's like these patterns that we have as parents guess who's going to model that our Mm -hmm. kids so if you don't change yourself now that next generation that you're supposed to be that that mentor, that parent, that, that carer, everything, you're giving them that. So fix yourself. And that's yeah. what I tell people, like some, like get, my clients, I tell them, I said, look, you're going to get a slap, but then you're going to get a hug. I said, because I care. Otherwise, I'd let you go and do and make crappy offers and don't close any deals. So if you want to get your ass kicked, fine, you can come work with me. But then, you know, you'll get a, a cuddle as well. But and, and that's the thing, it's like you said, it's like, don't I feel like we're an ER department, like everyone I work with are. They, the objection from previous history is like, all right, come on, it's, it's time to to move on. Because what I say is like, you, you've been misdirected, mm. uh, but it's redirected you to me. So that's all right. It's a lesson.
0: Yeah. I like that. You know? Ooh, that gave me <laughs> bumps. That's good. I'm going to steal that. And I put re in
2: everything, so that's redirection. Yeah? <laughs>
0: oh my gosh that is really good I like that I'll use that and I'll be quoting you all right
2: cool so but yeah and um yeah like like the other thing obviously you said being an entrepreneur successful woman it, it takes a certain type of man that can be secure with himself to do that and I was actually going to ask you like how was it like because of how you are you're always going to kind of be like overqualified. is not the wrong word but a lot of guys can't handle it and when when I married my wife like everyone's like yeah she's going to call you out she's going to kick your butt because sometimes you need it and no one can handle it and I'm like good and our relationship has become better she now is in charge of our property business and she's scaling that and now I have to report to her and I'm (laughs) like good you know it's because what some people as well when you get in a relationship it's if you think of like, I'm from banking as well, it's an M&A, it's a merger and acquisition. So if you have that right thing, you can mentor each other and become even more powerful. And that's the process, you can see how, how your life, your values and some of the stuff you do has changed because of him. And, you know, if you've been burnt in the past, you know, you have to kind of move on, take the lesson and and thing. And I mean, what you said Lauren, there's a lot of successful um, entrepreneurs out there that are females. And Maybe some of them are single, and you're worried about who to be with. You know, so yeah. I think you've, you've you've given some good value for those oh. listening.
0: Yeah, no, but it's really, it's really sad actually because I was at I was on a yacht party, um, not so long ago actually, just with a small group, and one of my friends there. She recently just turned forty, and she was in a relationship for twelve years, and her and her partner had just they weren't married. But they had just broken up. And she was saying, like, it's just been the hardest thing in the world. It's like when she meets up with guys like that she's met on dating apps. And by the way, she's like a multi, 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 multi-millionaire. Her company's worth tens of millions. And when she yeah, when she goes on these dates or whatever, like the she'll go on these guys' like Instagrams and stuff, and they're hanging around with girls who are in their twenties, you know? Yeah. And so it's just challenging because I think as you alluded to men can be intimidated by that but also if what I've seen in the past just from personal experiences like if men haven't fulfilled what they feel like they need to fulfill in business and achieve the level of success that they're comfortable with Mm -hmm. where they really know themselves and they feel like they can see their trajectory and they're already living it then they're not necessarily gonna have another woman like sorry have a woman enter that life
3: yeah
0: and so it was very difficult honestly I was planning to take like um I was planning to take an entire year off of dating when I first met him and um yeah it was funny because I I that year was supposed to begin the actual day that I met him which was really crazy so so yeah but like imagine if I'd been like so so set on my decision to not try and meet someone for a whole year like I would have have just said no to that so like thankfully I I was loose with my commitment on that thing and i pushed i was like yeah if it doesn't work out like i'll just push it back to start tomorrow and uh yeah it worked out so but yeah it's it's a difficult thing like i'm by no means a relationship or dating expert i have clients who are very very good in this world i think just knowing who you want to be as a person what you're for me what my vision for my life wants it is and the values that i live by being able to find someone that fits in with that, who shares those same values, has just yeah. been unbelievable, and just allowed me to grow as a person so much quicker than I could have by myself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm very very blessed.
2: No, that's brilliant, and and you know I, I resonate with that. Like when I got married, I think my family, were, everyone was surprised because they've seen like okay, you have had all these Lambo supercars, you're out partying in this kind of playboy life, <laughs> and now you're settled, you got a kid, your thing. I said. I said, you know what? I said, yes, my missus knows how to handle me, but she gives me the freedom and support I need because she knows what I do. So, you know, you talk about the money framework, we've got our own system, you know, it's like before we're both Gemini's. We're both fiery. So if you know any Gemini's, you know what they can be like, so we can go at it if we need to. But now we're like, hold on, like, what do we achieve? Nothing We make it worse. So we've got, we've created our own little framework. Now we have a better time. A maximum time and then we go and talk it out an issue we talk it out and listen and like to be honest it's the best advice I can give anyone it doesn't matter where you are in life how successful or how whatever if if you've got a problem it's fine identify and be okay with it yeah there's nothing wrong especially men men out there you've got problems you got egos park it it don't matter like you, you think you can go in the gym and go and bench two plates no you can't you got to start lower be okay you can do it it's fine yeah. you'll get there so to the men just you know leave your ego out the door listen and just be okay with who you are don't try and be anyone you're not because if you're with someone they're with you because of that yeah. you know so, yeah i just wanted to add, add that because you know there's a lot of successful women you know out there and you know probably thinking what the hell where am i going to find a decent guy
0: yeah i mean i think it just comes down to like have they done the work Right. And like the day that I met my partner, like the first thing that we, like I said to him, I was like, um, what did I even say? I think I made some like comment, like, Oh, Did you go skydiving or something? It was just something random. And he was like, Oh, yeah, have you? And I was like, No, I need to do a lot more personal development before I can do that. And then that immediately opened up the conversation to speak about like personal development and like the work and the various different things that allude to that. And then we spoke about childhood trauma and like we spoke about everything. Mm -hmm. But like, again, maybe this is why women like me come across as intense because like i will ask all the questions that i need to ask on the first date because i don't have time to waste you have
2: to you've you have to qualify you've got to pre-qualify a prospect for they get on a call don't you
0: i mean i should have just sent an application form come on
2: exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah so no closing in the dms happened there though all in person surprisingly <laughs> oh so.
2: cool so so, we- so so for the so the next phase of what this impact score, uh, so, so those of you not watching on camera, it's fine, but yeah, is, is that the, na- the, the The mastermind opportunity?
0: <laughs> it's gonna have a few more diamonds than that. Oh,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> awesome. <It> better, anyways.
2: <laughs> cool, well look, I, th- I think it's been a really good speaking to you, I mean, you know, we found out about your, you know, your business, your framework, and, and those of you that might not know on a personal level, you know, got, got to get an insight to your life is something that you've kept private so Mr. Lauren Mr. Emoji um, I <laughs> Superman, hope you're doing well.
0: Superman Emoji the reason why I put that fate that emoji uh, Superman thing is because um, when I first met him I put that into his name I don't know why
3: oh, okay
0: and then one time I like played a voice memo out loud right and like the sorry, I played a a text to speech thing.
3: Yeah,
0: and it played, and then it said his name, and then it kept talking, and it was like, purple. It said like, purple superhero, a movie, <laughs> purple with a with a red glasses or something funny, and it was just weird. Yeah. So yeah, no,
2: that's wicked. That's wicked how it happened. So, what as as part of this podcast, those of you listening, you can tell that it's unscripted. I don't have a script or anything like that. But the one thing that I do ask is what is your number one kind of ingredient and secret to your success would you say
0: i'm just so curious about things and i just i'm not willing to i am willing sorry just to try things and just see if it works and reiterate if it doesn't and i genuinely think that just an innate curiosity in what you're doing keeps you going despite any financial gain right and so obviously the framework is money, right? However, I would only have come up with that if I was genuinely intrigued and curious about how to get people to close. And the reason why I think I am so interested by it is because first things first I'm obsessed with psychology, but second thing, like, I honestly just really love the industry. Mm -hmm. And so if I was, you know, in typical finance, like you were before, and like I was before, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't want to sell that. I don't like selling that thing. I don't think personally, I just don't like the industry at all.
3: Yeah.
0: And um, You know, so, so, Curiosity, I think, is one of the things that I see people, like when they get really good at something, it, it, it comes from curiosity. And all my clients, like they're bloody good at what they do. Mm. And they're just so curious about that area, right? And so like, I just want to be able to take away the burden of all the stuff they hate to do so they can stay in their zone of genius. Because when you're in your zone of genius, you're hungry to learn more. And when you're hungry to learn more, you can create really, really meaningful change. So yeah, that's uh, I would say if it was to be one word, it would be curiosity, and uh, that's something that I try and protect no matter what.
2: No, brilliant. I think it's yeah, brilliant the way you put it, and it's resonated in your business, right? Because your framework is based on that. So, I think it's been a, a great podcast. Been great having you here. Are you dropping some gold, business personally. Um, so, so what's next? Just wanted to. Oh, oh. I know as entrepreneurs, people talk about five year, 10 years goals. We don't do that. Right. But what do you, in a year's time, like what's your outlook?
0: Yeah. So we have another framework, which is vile, right? So V I L E. And by the way, like I dropped out of university, cause I was studying business on supposedly the UK's number one business degree. And none of my professors had ever had their own businesses. So like, People think that a lot of people in business are, like, really, really smart. I'm, I'm honestly really not that smart. So, like, I have to dumb things down for myself so that I can remember it, okay? So, vial is vital, important, luxury, eliminate. So, everything that we do, we put through this. So, I have spent... I would say invested. However, it was not an investment because there is no gain that I'm having from this. So, I will say spent on a cost... <laughs> um, hundreds of thousands on building this software product, right? And um, not to mention all of the time which could have been spent on just growing Impact School as it is now, but anyway, I digress. So we were gonna be launching a SaaS, blah, 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 but we decided through putting everything we were doing in the business through Vile, that this is an eliminate. Because while it could be luxury, right? It's just not a priority because we are so good at what we do that why would we try and be like tech founders? No, that we're not, I could bring on a tech partner, but I don't want to do that, right? And so anyway, honestly a year from now, I don't really see things being much different than what they are. I just see that I'm going to have a a much more powerful social media team because right now I'm looking for A players who are better than me. And because sometimes as you know, the strength of the leader can be the weakness of the team. And I only became an entrepreneur through making an Instagram fitness account, right? So, like, I've been doing social media for every single day for years. So, for me, it's the one area where I've found it the hardest to bring on good talent. But, yeah, honestly, just continuing to do what we do, serving more clients, scaling, and then probably um, our our three-year vision is that we're going to start actually, you know, taking taking on equity and building private equity within to, within Impact School um, through a venture branch. So Definitely. that's the, that's the more long-term vision. Um, but until that point, we're actually just keeping it hella simple and uh, just focusing on, on our core competency.
2: That's what it is. I don't know who said it, but it's keep it simple stupid, right?
0: Yes, KISS. That's actually my best open rate email kiss yeah. me and then I insert their name and then that that out of our whole autoresponder that one has an open rate above 70 percent oh wow click through rate right off the top of my head but it's 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 really high considerably higher than all the others yeah so funny
2: Excellent. Do. The, the amount of gold you guys are getting today like this is this is mastermind material I'm telling you
0: <laughs> well there we go I mean hey it's it's I love to come on these podcasts and share the value it's like you yeah, know we talk about this is the type of stuff we would talk about if we were sat down having lunch exactly so you know it's good
2: <laughs> cool well look it's, it's been great i hope you guys have really enjoyed it um you want to get in touch with laura and all of her information her her school is going to be here in the details of the podcast so give her a follow if you're not following her already and check out exactly what she does so thank you very much for being here and uh we will speak again soon awesome thank you that was fun see you yeah.
1: Thanks so much for listening. Again, that was Lauren and Reed talking all things business from sales, frameworks, and investments. For all our free resources, please visit impactschoolpodcast.com forward slash free for access. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please give us a like, follow, and share, and find us on all platforms, and we
3: will see you in the next one.